everybody, welcome to Super Quest Saga, the show where we hear the Dungeon Cast sit around the table and normally play some Dungeons and Dragons. But today we're just going to talk about it. My name's Will Stark, and today I'm just a guy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> What's up, guy? What's up? <laughs> Joining hey, me as always are my friends. <laughs> Josh Freeland. Uh, your special guest, Jake. And Brian. And today I'll be playing Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we're talking about, it's called, this episode's called Super Quest Talks. I'm sorry. No, it's super not. Choice. Super Talk super super talks saga. saga. There we go. Super, yeah. super Talk Saga. <laughs> yes, that right. is me yelling at the beginning. So, guys, how does it feel to <laughs> play a Dungeons & Dragons actual play with thousands of viewers? Um, Start with a question from Josh Freeland. <laughs> okay. I, Ooh. Yeah, because I, I was hesitant to even do this because it's like I, I'm one of those people that's a, a big introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was that kid, you know, growing up, even in high school and college. I hated doing anything in front of the class, being called on to answer stuff. So um, for me, it was a big challenge. Mm. But I think being with a good group of friends and just everything going smoothly, it's like I, I've slowly adapted to it. And I still get the nervous, you know, the nervous shakes here and there and, and stuff like the big that. Moments, yeah, yeah. Or if I know there's something like on the interlude, sometimes I know I have to say certain things. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, like okay, don't, don't mess it up, don't mess it up. You know, I said over and over again. You know, my heart starts racing and stuff. But it, it's 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 crazy when you you know look up at the YouTube thing and you see all those likes and all those views. It's it's humbling for one, and then it's just it's crazy that you know so many people are into the show, which is great. I love it. It's true. So. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, listeners. It's uh, it's become so. like second nature for me. I don't. It's yeah. not. Phase. I'm just here with you guys right now. But I know that on this episode in particular, we're talking to people that are on the other side of reality. <laughs> I'm a time traveler. I'm on your screen, but I'm in the past right now. What about you, Jacob? Um, I I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of both of you guys. <laughs> like I am. Uh, I'm introverted and a little bit nervous about it, but um, I also try not to think. I think uh, the yeah. first live play thing we tried like scoove kind of prepared me for this so by the time mm, that we did this yeah. i was like oh i'm so re- i've already been through ready this. yeah, yeah. We'll, get, right, we'll get to we'll talk about scoove later which yes. was the predecessor of this game that no one has Scoof. seen unless yes. you're uh unless patron. you're a patron and a patron uh, from a while a back because that stuff too. is pretty yeah. it's it's very deep yeah. Yeah. yeah so um one day we'll get i found some of the lost files so one day we'll get Ooh, all that oh, uploaded nice. for patrons oh, um yeah. today t- what about you will how do you feel about um having a successful youtube game I I don't really think about it very much, just because intentionally so. Why well, add the nerves? I'm already super hypercritical of everything I do. Yeah, I don't need fair. to think about ten thousand other people being <laughs> yeah, critical as well. I already hated everyone. It's okay. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. No, but I am very critical of my own work. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. Let's start sure. talking about the game itself. So we play mm-hmm. Super Quest Saga. If this is your first episode, you did it wrong. Go back and watch episode <laughs> yes. one. We Spoilers recommend watching, ahead. watching episode one and then going back to Super watching episode zero. <laughs> because If you of, liked one. Yeah, if, because of uh, audio quality. We had a hiccup yeah, on our very first yeah. recording. So we just this is session world builder. It's not right. so key and important because hour two is very key and important. This is all like one hour chunks, one hour change. I think our longest episode's like an almost two hours. I think Um, we crossed two hours once. I think maybe, maybe we do that as a, as a specific style. Um, you know, we're, this is part radio drama, part D and D it's like, it's kind of both, um, interwoven together to like help, uh, express the narrative quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we don't have four hours to play on the game either. So that's, yeah. that's something else. Yeah. Um, but we, we make do, and I think it's, uh, it, it's a credit to Will to get oh, the pacing right. Yeah. Um, 
So let's I just slightly sped up of what I normally do. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, so let's get into our characters. So sure. uh, as usual, we'll start with with free, Will. This is going to be a round <laughs> of player questions. Yeah, yeah, sure. And yeah, then yeah, we'll do. do, you, do we're going to have a round of DM questions, and then cool. we're going to have a round of. Um, if you're on our Patreon, you can find us uh, at the Dungeon Cast uh, Patreon.com slash the Dungeon Cast. You get access to lots of bonus content, but you also get to ask questions uh, that we'll read at the end of the show on the Dungeon Cast or that we're going to read right now. So if you were a patron, you got to send in questions to ask about Super Quest Saga. So that being said, let's jump into Josh Freeland. Um, me. Tell me about your um, your relationship with Sebastian, the, the creation of him, what the concept was initially. Um, we can talk yeah. about your building because you didn't know about the time skip. Yeah. No, yeah, it's the thing. It's like it was very fluid. It kept on changing. <laughs> I think originally I wanted to be a Minotaur mm, barbarian. Oh, I possibly. remember that. Yeah, yeah that I, had, I thought fun. about doing a Minotaur in this yeah. game. Kind of went back and forth, a couple of different concepts. Uh, had some conversations with Will about the campaign and actually ended up deciding on the half orc because mm-hmm. it sounded like they were going to be important to the, the I the forget what I said. I said if one of you, because yeah. I think two of you were debating half orc, I go, if one of you picks yes, half orc, there's going to be a big because that was one of my other yeah. picks. I was like, oh, yeah. mentor or half orc. Yeah. I think there's one other one I was contemplating. Yeah. And then Will mentioned that. I was like, yeah, I'll do the half orc. That sounds good to me. And the paladin <laughs> was something new for me. I have never played a paladin before. Yeah. You've never played a caster before either, right? Um, no, really. It's always Ooh. been fighter, barbarian. I did ranger a couple times, which you know. Yeah, that's a little light whatever, casting. You know, it's true. It's not much casting at all, but uh, I was always intrigued. You know, of course, when Diablo three using a crusader Ooh, and stuff, yes. I was like, it'd be kind of cool oh, to yeah. play a paladin. Oh, you know, and then I see Jake playing it. You know, and like Volt Raiders and stuff, and, <laughs> and, and Will doing it too. I was like, yeah, oh, the yeah, paladin seems like a really cool class. So I was like, yeah, yeah. let's do let's do that. So. It's a beefy fucking class. Yeah. It's your play and style. And I was, super well rounded. I was like, I always play a tank of some sort. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to play a tank that has some casting ability and some healing yeah. ability too. Yeah. I think would be beneficial for the group. So. Smite days. Oh yeah, big smites. Um, <laughs> did you have like an idea for Sebastian's personality, or is that something you filled in post? It uh, was. It was I had some some general ideas from the get go. I knew that he was raised in a you know a very strict household mm-hmm. with his dad and stuff, and it wasn't very sociable. You know, because he was held under lock and key for the most part um oh you were like that kind of like oh i can't let everybody know that he's a half orc sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah so okay. he he, he kind of he was raised to take on more of the human side of being a half orc mm-hmm. um and which kind of came up with a name that was part of it too i was like i want him to have more human traits a very human a, name and a human mm-hmm. name so I originally was thinking about Alexander as one of the names, and I ended up going with Sebastian. I think it was like I was reading an article about Sebastian Stan from you know Winter Soldier. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Sebastian sounds kind of cool. Oh, I'll go with cool. that one. Yeah, yeah. And then Crenshaw came about randomly. I was <laughs> I was listening to Tupac. Uh, to live and die in LA came on and he mentions Crenshaw in that oh, song yeah. and for some reason pull. Crenshaw just stuck. <laughs> Interesting. I was like yeah. Crenshaw. I was like that sounds kind of cool. That's pretty so yeah. It works. Crenshaw. I was like oh. Yeah. It rolls and then off. Then at one time I thought about changing the last name to Greenland. Mm. Oh, but I forgot yeah, about yeah, the yeah. brief Greenland phase. Like, yeah. yeah, <laughs> about that, but it's also like I have a like a slight speech impediment, and I was trying to say that last name in the the character's voice. And it was the hardest time doing. It. I was like, no, I'm going back to Crenshaw. Yeah. It's like that was easier to roll off the tongue. So. I like it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Jake, you're up. Um, what was your question again? The uh, inception like what, of the character, right? Yeah, like um, why you picked the race and uh, class, okay. and was there gotcha. was there meaning behind the character creation? Sort of in itself. Um, These are some general blanket questions that we're going to ask first to kind of cover everything, and then we're going to move on to the patron stuff. Yeah, she kind of came around from 
another Patreon show that me and Brian do, F Bats. So it was pretty much I was trying to make a character for that show, and I'd come up with either a druid or a monk, and I ended up doing the monk on that show. And I was like, and then we were talking about this show, and uh, yeah, I was like, well, maybe you know, I already built the druid, so right. I was like, maybe I'll just use that. And then the character concept was um, like Starfire from Teen Titans, mm. but with Beast Boy's powers. And that was right. that That's was also dope. I like that. That's really dope. Uh, that was also that was still the concept from the superhero game, like from uh-huh. FBAT. So like it all pretty much stayed the same. But yeah. the the race kind of just came from what's a good druid. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all. Yeah. That's all I was looking at for bulks are you know traditional druids. Yeah. Uh, and then class was just already picked out basically. And you also didn't know about the time skip. No, I did not. That yeah. was basically all Will told us was like, don't get too far. Into yeah. Your I was like, story. do not <laughs> flesh out your backstories because yeah. well, you're gonna want to have some sort of like freedom here yeah. once I that's fuck right. everything up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. That's good. I, that's a good concept for gaming, especially this kind of gaming to leave blank space. Yeah. For yeah. development. Um, for me, uh, I, I never played a human, mm. um, and I thought that would be the best pick for Warlock. And it was all kind of like metagamey stat based why I went human, so mm. I could do variant and pick the things mm. I wanted to make Carter exactly the way he was supposed to function as like a um, as a concept. More, I like to build my characters with the backstory in mind when I'm picking spells and abilities and things like that. Like why this character nice. is this way. And obviously, um, like picking the feet where I stay alert all the time, and like I'm, a, and then compounding it with like staying awake twenty four seven. That was like Carter's paranoia manifesting into mechanics, right? Um, and cool. then spells I picked were just like, oh, I'm fucking evil as fuck. So <laughs> let me just, <laughs> let me just show that off. Yeah. Um, but I did know about the time skip. Brian knew. Like yeah, Brian's Carter, the only one who knew, but you knew Carter just a very minimal amount. Yeah, you, you were like, I'm going to fuck you up in time, bro. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. I said, you're going to jump forward in the future, you're going to be in space. It's going to be a space adventure, and that's all Brian knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I... Cause and the only also, reason the only reason I let you know is because I had to run it by somebody to make sure it was a good idea. <laughs> well, it worked out because yeah. you were dangling the half orc thing in front of somebody, yeah. and then you were also dangling the the great old one warlock. It was yes. like it'd be cool if somebody went great old one warlock, and I was like, well, that's kind of what I want to do already. Cool, and, cool, and you also dangled the uh, circle of the moon druid in front. You were like, also, oh, if somebody wants to do to druid, design. like that'll be cool. Okay. I, I, don't rem- I remember dangling half orc. I don't remember yeah. the other two, you but did. I do believe you guys. Well, so. I don't think you dangled it. I think I just said that that's what I was thinking and you're like oh yeah. a, a circle of the moon druid would be dope oh okay and I, was yeah, I can like, see myself oh, doing that's that it. yeah. like, that's, it's, it's good for sure yeah Carter's Carter's backstory unfolds as a story I, I wrote those those uh, intros as the story was moving mm-hmm. like as episodes came up I would write a new one and develop the backstory from there super so, well done so um, yeah. how how did the um, we'll, we'll jump back to stuff like that in a little while how did the early time warp twist affect the character's designs afterwards once you guys got flipped into the future how did that change your perspective on your character that you had created and how did it change these little bits in the backstory mm. and we'll we'll elaborate on that a little bit um chemical is going to get the first question from a patron because it becomes relevant right here okay how, how much did the players know about the time displacement going into the game which we covered we just answered that. um and after hearing character he Not says after hearing characters backstories i've always been curious if jake and freeland had imagined uh resolving the family issues in their backstories 
that were presented but never got the chance to. This one's from Magnus Rock, who also put out a relevant question. Uh, did they leave anyone they loved or miss in Old World, like companions or friends that weren't mentioned, potential partners? Uh, it's hard to believe that they wouldn't have any friends or anything, especially Persephone, and then well, may- maybe Carter. I think Persephone's the one who certainly didn't have yeah, friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's cover that. Let's yeah. start with Sebastian. You had a daddy. Had a daddy. Yeah. He spanked he, you. Yeah, he kicked, <laughs> kicked his ass, man. Made sure he stayed in line. Uh, you know, it, Sebastian believes his dad's dead. His dad disappeared, never came back. So he believes he's dead, but there's no proof of oh, it. So in old world. Dead. Well, he was yeah, for sure. He's dead. For sure, 100%, 100% dead. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you find um, your dad on an asteroid. Unless. Like, whoa, what the? We cry <laughs> on free like, sale. Yeah. He stuck a part um, onto hilarious. the tower. A second no, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, I mean, he, he did. He was kind of like held under lock and key, really. So mm. he probably knew a few people here and there, but... Um, of course, as we found out in one of the interludes, his mother was killed, so mm. he lost that connection. Um, so he wasn't really close to anybody. He does miss the old world, though. That mm. he, yeah, that he, came he up last craves, episode. he craves for that. He he wants to be back there. Mm-hmm. So there were um, some not necessarily because of the people, just because of the world that familiarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there were some mechanical implications with the time skip. You were not no longer connected to your god, which Correct. you originally designed your character around. Was yes. that pretty jarring? Yeah, I mean, I had to find something to. to attached to you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah it's and like it was it's conquest like, yeah exactly <laughs> so domination uh, to, yeah uh, oath of conquest to dominion you know so it, it was it was one of those things like okay i just lost my connection to the guy where i was starting to learn all my different powers from mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i have to try to tap into something else to get my powers from yeah, so yeah that definitely <laughs> was a, a little bit of a learning experience with sebastian so Okay, yeah. so um, for Persephone, do you have anyone that you left behind? I, I know the answer to this, but maybe you should just recap your backstory a little bit. Um, Such tragic. No, I mean, maybe some, uh, you know, maybe some sad wolves or foxes <laughs> or <laughs> other animals in the area might have been sad that I'm no longer there to well, cause feed whole, or care for them. Your whole thing was that you were born albino or like yes. different from your tribe. And yeah, then and were, I was abandoned at a very young age and then basically raised by the forest. And mm-hmm. kind of fended for myself. So, I mean, animal friends probably. But, um, I mean, she was kind of used to being by herself. So she didn't really leave anybody behind. Um, shit, what what else was the... <laughs> what, what, um, just was like, a lot. basically, did you have anybody you left oh, behind yeah. or like no. anything that you wanted resolved? But you lost your, your powers too when you transferred yes. over. That was super jarring uh, was the change from the circle the moon to like the galactic druid thing right. um like i miss my dire wolf i miss my i miss i miss my bear uh but i also have super dope pokemon forms now so that's even better this is true uh so i kind of trade it up a little bit yeah. in, certain, in certain places uh and also i think she's like because she was by herself so much and i think she's kind of learned to roll with the punches like she has that yearning for connection because she was by herself, but mm-hmm. she's able to fend for herself because that's what she's done her whole life. Yeah. Okay. So with Carter, it um, was not jarring to time skip necessarily other than like it was cr- it was craziness to do yeah. that. Um, Carter wasn't necessarily <laughs> expecting. Carter didn't know. Uh, Carter was getting the Carter was getting the, the vibe from the patron. Like, you need mm-hmm. to go do this shit. Get on the get on the boat. Do the boat. Kill all the bugs. In the eggs or whatever it was that I did. With <laughs> yes. the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when it happened, Carter's just rolling with the punches. Um, the mystery of Carter's backstory has not yet been fully unraveled. I want to save that for post campaign when we do like a uh, we end this campaign and bridge into another one. We'll do a 
a Carter centric arc in Old World. I think is what we'll do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, That'd be dope. And I'll I'll probably DM it, and Will can play. Uh, and we'll be some inconsequential fools that do some cool shit, and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. However, that might end. Right. Um, but that'll that'll tell you the rest of what happened between the final interlude with or the final intro with Carter and what happened when he picked up with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, my, I didn't get to lose my powers because uh, my deity exists outside of time and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh, makes sense. Get, yeah, Carter was like. Um, He's a little empty on that end. He doesn't have those personal connections at that point. Mm. Um, he he severs all ties pretty much in the time that you guys spent with him in, in the intros. Like he doesn't really make a, a strong personal emotional connection ever again because he's a broken, insane person <laughs> right. after all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he follows the fate of his father and gets like basically that develops all later where Carter Carter kind of becomes his dad pretty mm-hmm. much just like a like a thing. But he's he's his own man. But he's not because he's basically a slave. Like he's been his brain has been warped to the point where he just takes commands and he's just power hungry and driven to um, do whatever it is that a Carter do. <laughs> you guys, you guys saw what he was all about. So yeah, yes, we that, did. that's pretty much it for that. Um, so the next question, we have a couple more about characters. Um, did your uh, did, did your Carter <laughs> did your character change as the game progressed? And in what way? Like, how did your character develop as we played sessions together? Hmm. Sebastian hmm. Freeland? <laughs> I, I mean, a huge change for him off the bat was losing his god, you know, because he was raised to, to follow this god and he devoted his life to the god. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> let's pick so, up Let's pick up after you, you kind of got yeah. in your boots a little bit on that one. Broke, broke you, you broke in your new powers. You're back to your old self kind of, but different. Yeah. Um, from there on, it, now now you're this, he, your new character. He's bitter, man. I mean, his whole race has been wiped out. Oh, you know, yeah. orcs, all half orcs. I mean, it's 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 a rude awakening so for him. You know? So, uh, yeah. Sorry. So he's <laughs> it's, it's 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 a tough pill to swallow because he's like, oh, I'm the last of my kind. It's like, what's what's what am I supposed to do? Mm. Like, it's it, he's just on a revenge trip now. You know. Yeah, just go out there and do what he can. And I mean, I think deep down, he, like I said, he he wants to be back in the old world. I think part of it was, you know, to be back where there are orcs, right. you know, and just be back around his own kind. Kind of learn that side world. of yourself because yeah, now I mean, you don't really have the chance. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, and, and that's the thing is he is tapping into his, his orc side a lot more than he used to because he was raised a certain way where he had to be more human than orc. And now after with everything that happened, he's definitely leaning a lot more toward the orc side now mm-hmm. so he's he's you know taking that in and really and you know embracing that side of him okay yeah oh, I, yeah. I see I see Sebastian in the later episodes you know showing that anger oh, and yes. getting more passionate and finding like more drive to do yeah. specific things so oh, yeah. 100%. Um, and I, I saw you like clinging to prim a lot like as a protective element in, yeah. her, in her story so that that was really cool to see and I think kind of change that way part of part of that too is he can relate because she's the only one of her kind that they know of you know right. so nice. he's like True. he feels like I'm the only kind of mine or the last one of my kind and you're the only one of your kind so we're both kind of in the we same boat, you know. It's like we're the last of each. So. And you guys are all like unique circumstances of your species, which I find really, really interesting. It really fits with true. my theme of the campaign. Yeah. But uh, sorry, continue. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move on to Jacob now? Yeah. Um, I think. I don't know. I think she's changed more because, like, now she has people around her. Because I think mm-hmm. before she might have like tried to sneak into town, but because she was so different, she got like chased out. Like, I definitely did. Uh, 
give her a, ch- a very tragic backstory <laughs> like, <laughs> of, of, of being unwanted. So now she's in an area where she is being wanted and then with the galactic druid thing, like she's kind of um, like accepting the responsibility of like, I think she took it upon herself to be like, I'm now going to take care of all of the galaxy. Right. Uh, so she's just kind of wanting to mama Percy everybody. Yep. Uh, it don't matter. <laughs> also, you're getting adopted. And, <laughs> and that's that. That's, uh, I love it. So, yeah, I think uh, she's not. I think she's trying not to let what happened with Carter uh, turn her bitter or to stop her from being the light that she wants to be in the galaxy. So, yeah, I don't know. changing but i feel for the better um i know with carter in the first couple episodes before the time skip i struggled with like how how nasty am i gonna be right you know and like what am i gonna what kind of things am i gonna do and and like what is carter gonna show his companions in the early game but luckily not enough time went by for me to experiment so much we got into like a a kind of dire situation right away Mm -hmm. so i kind of went into like okay survival mode like Mm. I will do better at, as a survivor with these two little mini tanks I got. So, and <laughs> right. then that's the energy that I carried over into the yeah. time skip. Like, well, I'm here with you guys for a reason. Like, Carter's all about karma and for a reason mm. stuff. Like, this is all fate. This is all his his fate. It's unavoidable. Everything is unavoidable. And he controls like the the micro actions of his overall destiny. So mm. like he needs to make the like whatever is common sense to Carter and whatever made sense is what he would do. And he knew that would follow and lead to the things that were meant to be. So he would mm. just like, well, these guys are here and they're strong and they're my allies right now. And I fucking hate them. But like we're going <laughs> to do this and I'm going to like s- try to keep it together right. as Carter. So he he went and found people like Fred and like these dark underlings. And it kind of gave me the room and to explore like, OK, Carter's Carter can be really sneaky and Carter can like keep secrets and hold information back. And kind of manipulate with persuasion and the high charisma that he had to like get through mm-hmm. NPC interactions and things without revealing who he really was. And he held back a lot of different kinds of magic in certain situations to mask what was going on. Um, you know, the spell I put Percy in at the end, the um, the, ten- the Evard's Black Tentacle mm. Sphere or whatever that was. Yeah. Like that was one I was like, OK, that's going to be crazy if they just see that shit, mm-hmm. you know, super early. So I saved it for a time when it was like, well... It's going to be like flashy and kind of dark, but it was yeah. it's going to do, you know, Blood Gala. That's yeah. when that came out. So that's kind of <laughs> Carter lashed out during Blood Gala. Like, I'm just going to be myself. Like, this is a chance to perform and, to and be extreme. To, yeah. to be my nastiest self. And, and yeah, and be nasty. Be nasty as like, this is just a character. It's just yeah. persona, yeah. yeah. It's not me. It's just an act. But then like, I knew <laughs> but it is me. Yeah. You know, me and Will worked together to like whip Carter back into shape after that. Like, yeah. you were fucking, you're fucking up doing this type of shit. Get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that, it was to nose to the grindstone and Carter is going to get back to being sneaky and then it starts falling apart at the end a little bit, but just in the nick of time, fucking left turn and, right. yeah and you so dipped. i'm glad that happened when it did because i don't know if yeah. we could have gotten through an like One another arc. arc of yeah. carter with the things that had happened between him and sebastian i don't know yeah, how that no. was going to go down right so right 100 we were talking yeah, will and i were talking about yeah will and i were talking about one more arc of carter and we were we we're like no like i think it's time like yeah. it's time now yeah and and it worked out i thought it was the right time i'm mm-hmm. i was done i, I was pretty 100%. much done with carter at this at that yeah. point anyway um so let's get into some DM questions. Okay, sure. Um, I'm going <laughs> to do my best. They're probably going to not right. be very long. So we have some DM questions. The first one is, why space? 
And oh. I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit. Magnus rocks in a question for Will. Okay. How long did it take you to craft the homebrew of SuperQuest? Uh. I think he meant SuperQuest Galaxy. And what uh, additions or stuff to use for inspiration? We kind of tackled that on the Dungeon Cast a little bit. To a little right. Recently, our our audience between the show and that show are split. Check out the Dungeon Cast. So <laughs> how long did it take me? It took me. I, it took me a while because I was working on a space homebrew. Um, campaign for maybe like eight or nine months before like the idea even became a thing for super quest saga but i was just like dabbling it every once in a while i would just kind of hit the book and add a little piece or if i had an idea i'd scribble down the note or whatever um but as for why for space i just like space like (laughs) i grew up uh as a kid i wanted to be an astronaut so i was obsessed with space as a kid and uh i just like space stuff and so i thought a space campaign would be fun and i kind of wanted to prove that i was able to do it because I talk a lot of talk about like you know D and D being able to cover any genre, so I was like, well, I believe in it, so why don't I give it a shot? Oh, yeah. And then um, yeah, we get we get people that are like, you should, guys should be using this system or this system, but no, it, this, this covers it. Yeah, it's I'm fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. And then um, yeah, it was inspired by a lot of different things for uh, this homebrew universe. Uh, the comic book uh, series Saga is a big one. Um, obviously, Outlaw Star. Anyone who's familiar with Outlaw Star mm-hmm. can see that plainly. Um, Different books, Stormlight Archives, pretty much anything from Sanderson's Cosmere series. Um, trying to think what else. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy even, you know, has yeah, its place as an inspiration. Tenchi, so yeah, I, I, Tenchi, Muyo. Tenchi Muyo, yeah, there's a lot of Tenchi in this. And so I just take pieces from all the different space stuff that I like, kind of amalgamate together. Hell yeah. So I think we know the answer to this one, mm-hmm. but um, maybe the audience doesn't know this part. But any unexpected twists? Yes. Um, I mean, many time, time <laughs> Probably, skip was your machination. That was your whole, yes. that was the whole yeah. thing to get yeah. us to space uh, <laughs> and to make D and D make sense. Uh-huh. So, um, so what are a few things, uh, and this is from Freeland, what are a few things that have caught you by surprise, uh, whether it be things characters did or didn't do or okay. how players reacted to I something in particular down an answer to this one. Cause I had to think <laughs> about it. Um, so the first, what was the first part of the question? Um, generally any unexpected twists but are there like is there something specific that a player did or didn't do oh so we're talking the past not moving forward i thought that's what no no no, uh in the past so far this is like did we derail something or do something you didn't expect derail anything Mm. you've done things i didn't expect like i didn't expect you guys to go to zovra that's the one there (laughs) was nothing there for you guys but it ended up being a really good episode so (laughs) you know i enjoyed it yeah you almost died it changed you guys but it didn't change the campaign yeah it was it opened up the world a little bit which i really love when that happens we get some npc interaction we got that cool tavern guy we got some dwarf talk we got some character interaction it was a dope planet it was raining there it had like a mining system it was definitely fun coming up with it because it's like well i'm forced to think about something i never thought about before so let's think about it it's kind of the magic of the game you know right. when, when something goes and takes a left turn um, unexpectedly you need to kind of build something around that so the two more recent things that like kind of surprised me is i i'm surprised carter survived i intended yeah. on carter to die <laughs> yeah yes. and now that he's not dead as a dm i have to deal with that and i have to like <laughs> think about the long term what that means for mm-hmm. both you guys and for like the stuff that's happening which is fine that's how dnd works and then i got a lot of cool stuff in mind um, and then the other thing is, I could not believe you guys did not say the name uh, three times on the back of that fucking Very card. Very recently, like, yeah. Yeah, and I've talked to people who listen to the episode, and they're just like, what? I know. So, uh, it just what, really surprised well, me. Well, for me, my, my long play was Sebastian <laughs> from the get-go wanted to do it himself. Right, for sure. So, that's I think yeah. that's why, but... I, I, <laughs> 
I know it didn't. Not many people agree with him. I was so one, surprised. But, uh, yeah. but, Carter, no. Carter would have made but, you. Carter would have done it. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, Carter. Carter maybe, was not about to be afraid and, of some. And devil maybe shit. I was gauging what the party does. Based off when Carter was in the party, this was like the true. first yeah, episode without Carter in the party. Dynamics, it's true, hundred sure. percent. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that surprised me. Other than that, like, there's yeah. nothing you guys have really done that really like, Carter, shocked me. Carter would have been like, "I want to see what happens is half work right now." You say it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and and also, that thing showed then a little. The imp, if the imp was going to show up all along, it would have been cool to do it in that episode. But it was. you know, the imp was going to show up. all Yeah, along. of course. <laughs> He's I got just, that plan, but yeah. I love what happened. Yeah. It didn't make sense, like to me. For us to do it like in the middle of the exploding yes. uh, See, spaceship. So I was like, where we need to go. I hard disagree to because it. it's like you guys don't know where Prim is. Yeah, and there's yeah. only one person on this earth, and it's his name's true. on the back of this fucking car. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, my, it, my it, thought it was, is we can do it as soon as we get out of it. Yes, though, I was like, there was a giant space battle. There's a fucking yeah. uh, void dragon about to explode right, right now. I was like, we got to go. But <laughs> we also well, need to save this car. Exactly. That would have Carter's argument would have been well. We are going to get out right now when we read the fucking card. I was expecting yeah. that, too. I was expecting mm-hmm. you guys to try and buy your passage out of here. Yeah, just ah. like Prim did. If we mm-hmm. do the same thing Prim mm-hmm. did, we'll be where Prim is, and then we're yeah. fucking strong. It, now, it wouldn't have worked, but yeah. I was yeah, expecting exactly. That's the thing that I was like, oh, we have so many, like, Echo, like, we have his no, ship, Echo, possibly. Echo is a, that's a big no-no your, for Echo. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to be involved in the spying right. on yeah. Sebastian yeah. during yeah. that. Echo don't want to know that yet. He wants to be surprised. I want Echo to be surprised about it. I think that would be more interesting later. Yeah, so. I do make the decisions based on like what I think will be interesting for the show. Definitely. And sure. as long as they align with what my character is mm-hmm. is about. I feel it. But yeah, for the most part, you guys don't do too much that like surprises me too much. That's cool. Um okay. We'll so see when I kill Sebastian and, re- <laughs> and reincarnate <laughs> him oh, into shit. something else. Oh shit. And break out his permission. <laughs> yeah. A, a gnome paladin all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, what? That's yeah, we've been talking about the reincarnate spell a little bit, but that's not gonna happen. No, no. Um so uh, it's kind of a double up here. What was your approach to world building here? But I have some sub questions mm. to tack on to that. Like, what are your what are the decision making aspects of what you did with the deities in this world, the magic and the planes? I think we should just generally cover okay. what that um, what the state of that is, and then why you made those decisions. And then uh, ins- a lot of spoilers that I can't get into, but I'll do my best. Well, just get cover down what we know because we yeah. know that the, the planes don't mm-hmm. exist as they do mm-hmm. in the regular D and D world. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of seems congealed together. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just tell me like why you wanted to do that. If uh, no spoilers for the future, so, we can cover all that in another Super Quest talks at the end of the campaign. My initial my initial thought was like, okay, if I'm going to fast forward D and D a hundred thousand years in the future, um. My, I think my original God, it was so long ago. I think my original idea was like, well, why did everyone go to space? <laughs> so I had to come up with a with a why and then a how, and then reverse the, engineer it. The whys and hows that I came up with changed a lot of things, and so I had to think about like, okay, well, now that we're here so far in the future, like who rules, what areas, what are the powers, and why are they in power, and what's their history? And so I just kind of went along that line, and then of course, well, all the gods are dead, so like, what's taking their place, and like. How does the cosmology lay itself out now that like things are different because of things that happen that I can't tell you? Um, so yeah, <laughs> so, I want to find so, out. So on that, <laughs> yeah. on that note, with deities, traditionally, I, I learned from the dungeon cast and you that magic is comes from a god. Yeah, traditionally, although um, never in my worlds. Okay, so that yeah. that that I just that yeah, there's that. Yeah. So so that's that's pretty much all you need to know. What what's your inspiration for uh, monster and item homebrews and reskins? 
Um, it's kind if, of the same things you touch on for the world building, or is, are there specific things that you look for when you're building a creature that um, doesn't exist? Like your cyber troll, you know? So, oh yeah, the cyber troll. I don't know. That, that one just, I, mean, I just made that one up. That one was just that like, was I'll awesome. make a robot troll. Here's a troll. <laughs> Let's yeah. do a couple di- things different. Yeah. Most of the, the answers are because it sounded cool. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it comes down to. But I mean, that's totally when fine. When it comes to creatures, I think obviously there's a lot of Pokemon because I love Pokemon. Yeah. And uh, Jake likes Pokemon too, so I use that as an excuse to give him Pokemon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then if I'm not homebrewing it, like, you know, from scratch, I'm usually trying to look through the Creature Codex or the Tome of Beasts because there's a lot of weird shit in there. I'm yeah. like, well, that's very alien-esque. I'm going to use that, maybe change it, or maybe just keep it the same and just kind of add it into my world. Oh, yeah. I like cool. Tome yeah. of Beasts a lot. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Um, so that's pretty much, like, the blanket questions we have. We have a lot of patron questions we want to get to, but I think we should talk about our history as players together a little bit. Okay. Oh. Um, I initially got into... And I, I kind of mentioned that we weren't going to touch on this stuff a little bit, but we, we, <laughs> but we think, going to. I think we're talking about Scoov so much that we should kind of explain what that is. Oh, okay, sure. we want to go. That's what you mean by going. And to do that, right. I kind of need to tell you guys, like, I started playing D&D because of Will. Yes. Right. And we sat down and played a, a, a homebrew fantasy world game of his mm-hmm. at, yeah. at Josh yeah, yeah. Freeland's house. Yeah. Um, yes. And that's how we all kind of started to become close friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're the same, right, Jake? Was, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian pulled me in and... Uh, I was like, you know, never, pl- uh, yeah. never played D&D before. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I remember the character building session. <laughs> oh, oh yes, that was came fun. Over. That was fun, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've was... known Josh Freeland for like 10 years now, something like that, close to it. Yeah. Now, yeah I and so. uh, I met him at work and I got him into D&D because I knew he was a nerd and he'd like it. And he did. <laughs> he he yeah. really right did. Right away. <laughs> and I, I met Will and Freeland both at, at work uh, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. So, um, so we played that game for a little while and then we went kaputs on it. Um, you know, a lot of games end like that. Yeah. So scheduling actually most mostly. of the games, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, scheduling stuff. Everybody knows, everybody's seen the memes. Um, <laughs> so we ended up thinking when we started doing the dungeon cast that started to take off a little bit. Said, mm-hmm. okay, well, we need a live game or an actual play or whatever it was we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And we need to come up with a concept for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will thought I should DM it. Mm-hmm. So we, I started, um, Homebrewing a world, a fantasy world, uh, struggled a lot with like who was going to play in it, what were the gods going to be like, what was the pacing going to be like, and it took a lot to get everything together and to get going and to figure out how we're going to film it because we used to film shit with our phones. Yes, and we used to record shit on like our phones. Yeah, like the it's audio. True. It's true. And we had so many hiccups with a lot of problems. A lot of problems, and we had to we had to play. These were like three to four hour, five hour, six hour sessions sometimes because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to DM really well mm-hmm. or pace things. I didn't know how long things were supposed to take, how long things were going to go. We had like five players that I was in charge of, and that kind of bogged things down a little bit. Getting everybody together for the first couple episodes was super messy, yeah. and then we moved on into some stuff that was really – we did some really cool stuff we in that did. campaign. Yeah. The, the world Especially felt, the longer it kept going. The world like, felt oh. rich. Yeah. The, the, wor- the world felt – the players began to congeal, but yeah. then like – I lost some footage and oh, like yeah, we had yeah. a bunch of like weird hiccups and then I was like calling off work the next day because we'd played till like midnight and I couldn't wake up in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just causing yeah. problems and stuff and we were just like okay well like some things and also I wasn't editing as I went so like some things just got kind of out of control yeah, mm-hmm. but we learned so much from that experience it made this game possible we, True. Knew, we knew what we had done wrong. Um, not that we did a whole bunch wrong, just like the thing, dominoes kind of fell in a certain way to end it, mm-hmm. the way it ended. Yeah. And we had to put it to bed. 
But um, I'm thinking that we do want to pick up a, some ga- kind of game like that again yeah. after this is done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see where we land. I definitely want to do the little Carter thing. We want to do a couple other little things to take a breather in between uh, campaigns mm-hmm. and reset and let everybody kind of calm down. And then we'll see what happens. All right, guys. So here's the meat and potatoes moment oh. you guys have all been waiting for. Ooh, the Patreon. Um, unless anybody has something they want to throw in that didn't get addressed that they want to talk about, now's your, ch- now's your time. I mm. think just if anybody has a chance, go check out Super Quest Ultra 5 because the campaign was a lot of fun. Oh, really Patreon. cool yeah. characters There are some episodes stuff. buried deep in the Patreon. Yeah, I'll try to feature yeah, it around the time this yeah. episode drops. It's so really it's a good idea. You know, patrons that are in lot, there. So. Yeah. Check it, it out. It was a good game. It was a lot of fun. Um, we'll get back to something like that. I still have all... I know, you know my brain is still right there just like every <laughs> game I've ever not done. Not <laughs> It's just right there. Um, so we're going to start with some. I know we got some uh, questions in from Kem and Magnus. So let's uh, let's switch to Dave. Let's meet him. Uh, What's up, Dave? So some of these are going to kind of be like recappy a little bit, um, which is good, I think. So was the Illich, this is from Dave, was the mm. Illithid ship that Prim was in uh, intentionally sent back through time and space to be found by Carter? Mm. And that's if it's. Not spoiler worthy for you if you'd like to answer that well. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that's spoilers, but well, also, well, like, intentionally ha- by who? Well, spoilers spoilers beyond this point. Yeah. So, like, I know you. we had the scene where the two ships are, mm-hmm. we saw the video in the elven ship mm-hmm. where that ship was shot and yeah. its trajectory was supposedly, like, yeah. flung off. And that had more to, less to do with the time and more to do with, like, the horrible landing mm-hmm. which crashed the ship, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. I mean, they went back in time intentionally. Okay, um, but they didn't have anything to do with Carter as a entity or person or or his patron or any of that. They were doing their own thing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. I'm sure yeah. we'll get to that eventually. So mm-hmm. uh, that should answer that. And then uh, number two, are Sebastian and Prim going to have? <laughs> I forgot about this going question. to have to merge or make a baby in order okay. to create so, the ultimate being. Uh, if I understand, if I understand correctly. Prim has genes of uh-huh. eight races yep. and is missing orc DNA. It's true. So, yeah, number one, that would be super spoilers, but I will say that I will never write a story which uh, forces one of my players to have sex with one of my NPCs. <laughs> that yeah. would just never happen. So, no, no. Uh, yeah, Car- Carter was a um, was celibate. Uh, his junk don't yeah. work. I think I mentioned that. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I believe you. Well, we had that scene with Molly Dalla where, like, uh-huh. yeah. I thought oh. I was going to kind of do that. Yeah. Sure, And yeah. I was like, but Carter can't. Oh, do okay. that. I didn't know. I don't remember. Yeah. He got high shit. charisma, but it don't. It don't. No <laughs> like blood flow below. Wow. Yeah. That's the, the, so that that was like a that was like not a point. Like romance is not really integral to this story, <laughs> as yeah, far as I really. can tell. And until mm-hmm. I, my take on it is until somebody can organically come up with a way to like implement romance into mm-hmm. the story and make it feel right. Like you know, Echo's not going to be hitting on Victoria. It's just like not, that's just not his, that's not what he's there to do. And it would be weird if Will decided like, well, I'm just going to start hitting on Echo. That would be a fun plot point to play with, you know, but like until then, like, I'm not going to try to force like, oh, I'm going to make you, I'm going to roll to seduce the dragon. Give me a wife, Will. (laughs) Yeah. Like the thing, I'm going to push for the things I want, but I'm not going to try to like. Sure. That kind of thing is awkward when I'm talking to Will, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's probably not something I'm going to like. Romance is so, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. For, it can be yeah. for for, can for be, me definitely. at this table. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to write a story where it's like the the MacGuffin has to have sex with one of the players. They're just not going to do that. Yeah. So no. That yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think to kind of play off of that with Sebastian, just kind of give you where his headspace at. He he kind of 
use Prim almost like a sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he's very protective of her. The younger sister, like he need, he's there to protect her. That's right. his job. Exactly. You know, so he kind of sees her in that way right now. So that's for fair. sure. That's fair. Okay, I think that's a good answer. So yeah. you guys want to move on? Sure. Um, more questions from Chemical. You're killing it, my man. Um, <laughs> what are y'all's favorite NPCs so far? We'll start oh. with Josh Freeland. Yeah, you have to go first. <laughs> There's so many of them. I mean, I, I'm kind of partial to Korak, of course. Because yeah. I, 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 oh, I love yeah. Minotaur's period. That's one of my favorite mythological mm-hmm. creatures. And mm-hmm. then uh, Will kind of asked me if he could use that name because that was a character of mine. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not very a character. Different very character, different version of it, but he name. used the name, yeah. uh, which I thought was it was pretty cool for him to do that. So... Um, <laughs> Man, there's been so many. I love all the NPCs in this game, man. There, this I'm trying to narrow it down. It's mm-hmm. Korak was a very good NPC. Korak, yeah, well, just the way Korak, the yeah. role played him was just mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> loved it. it well, we've had we use that character in almost every game we've played. Like, like like Freeland has had a, a, of Korak. A, a, I had Korak in Super Quest Ultra did. Five. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, it was a plot point for later. Oh, I talked to Freeland when I was, yeah. you know, Dungeon Master gotcha. player. Like he's yeah. in the world. Gotcha. He lives <laughs> here, and yeah. you, you guys were almost about to meet him before oh, we, wow. we broke stuff off. He was going to cool. like be around a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that Korak was in um your game as well, wasn't he? Or um, some version of yeah, I, a game that Will and I played. Oh, that beforehand, yeah, while ago, yeah, that's where edition. that's why I asked game. him if I could use the name. Yeah, yeah, it was a fourth edition yeah. game we had played back in oh, the day. Cool. So yeah, it was a Minotaur fighter. So, but yeah, I mean, so Korax, your answer? Yeah, I have to. I mean, as they start saying their answers too, I'm sure they'll jog my memory of other ones <laughs> sure. as well. So I think like. Uh, like Satsuros and Mr. Midnight yeah. are yeah, pretty Mr. dope. Knight, like those are like Outlaws Horizon. Uh, that was a fun world. Made some yeah. very cool back. NPCs yeah. happen. Like I was like, oh, this is yeah. all pretty sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't really think place. of like, you know, I love Prim. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I view her as like a person in the party, not right. like an NPC. Exactly. So I'm just like, eh, I yeah. don't know. Like Victoria, Prim, all of them. I yeah, view them as part of the characters, team. not NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> but they are NPCs. Yeah, they That's are. True. Technically, but I just. Yeah. I feel you. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, almost like DMPCs, but um, I don't they, think they're like officially statted, really. no, they're not. Yeah. I don't know who else. I mean, that whole crew is great. I mean, Watt, Victoria, all of them, you know, it's like. Carter's my favorite NPC. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, no. Actually, no, he probably won't be my favorite NPC. Um, So far, I like the, um, the freelancers. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Freelancers yeah. are pretty I like dope. Gil. He had some badass scenes. Yeah, I like and then he was like, uh, just kidding, I could have killed you BGs anytime. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. That's true. It's so let's true. Play, wanna play a game. Uh, Gil is bounty hunter jigsaw. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh the uh the Maldaria, the Justice Saint you just. Oh yeah, uh, Melena, uh, daughter of Mother. Oh, oh that's Maldaria, daughter of Melena. My yeah. favorite bad guy so far. Yeah, she had the least two lines. We just both fed us though. Like, <laughs> she she did, yeah. And then she's everybody's favorite because she's dope. Oh yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Hobla Man. Or yeah, no, yeah, did yes, he, did Hobla Man. Some oh, very dope yes. characters. characters. Like, wow, that looks a lot like what I pictured. Yes. You guys can check out our Discord <laughs> in the link below. Um, there's some great, there's some great people in there, in there doing some yeah. art. Yeah. Um, if you're an artist and you like this show, jump in there, man. We'll post, we'll post it on our social. Oh yeah, absolutely. we'll love it. 
Uh, Will, your favorite NPCs? Um, so you guys named everyone on my list. I have Prim, Zaxer Bay Knight, Satoros, Korak. And then you didn't name Maladala. I really liked oh, her. Yeah, oh, Maladala. You guys will too. never see her again because I'm never doing that horrible <laughs> accent again. But, uh, yeah, you're so good with it, though, man. Her. It was a good time. I'm yeah. a firm believer that you can just like put stuff through your Will filter and it comes out <laughs> it different comes out, than you yeah. intend and yeah. that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's so good. Exactly. Yeah, um, I was going to say Maladala. Yeah. But yeah. then I was like, all these other people. Also, I like the announcer at the... Yeah. Fight! Right. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. Drop and, me a uh, mic. <laughs> that was a fun moment. Splack, Somebody get Splack rid of a mic. Splack. Uh, that's actually Chemical's fifth question is hashtag justice for Splack. <laughs> Splack's um, fine. That's not a question. He's but fine. Yeah, he, he lives. He healed him. Right. He lives. He's still a local legend. <laughs> yeah, he had a heart attack. He's, he's the fine. one that survived Stranger Things. <laughs> they got things. space medicine. They're fine. Oh my God! I didn't know he lived through that. Yeah, no, he didn't die. He had a heart he's attack. Had a heart attack Man. Went down. People don't die anymore from heart attacks, really. Everybody's well, do, giving but, me all this yeah. shit for killing Splack, and he's alive this whole time. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, my second favorite Sad episode is Watt, and that didn't happen until I role played Watt. For like oh, for five sure. minutes, very good. Yeah. destroyed him. Yeah. Uh, okay, and so everything was non-canon from exactly. that. Well, actually, it went over really well. People seemed to people love that. Yeah, uh, sure people did, did love it. Does anyone have any pregame rituals? Uh, oh, I skipped one. Sorry. Let me go back. Do you think the series would ever lend itself to having a guest mm-hmm. player at the table for one episode or a small arc? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm man, definitely open to it. Woman. Yeah, sure. A fifth person. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Definitely more, more so for an arc, not a permanent. Um, spot, but yeah, we have I, we'd the, be open to guests. We have sure. the microphone space, but we do not have the room real estate. Exactly. Right That's now. a good point. Yeah. yeah, so we'd have to like I don't know. We'd Skyping, have to reconfigure. Skyping people in can be difficult. Extremely with so. our setup. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we are we are working within a box, and we're trying to break out. And it's all thanks to Patreon people yes. that have allowed us to even get to this point. But mm-hmm. one day we want like a studio with ample space that we can right. like set things up exactly the way we want and make things look really really crisp and get mm-hmm. all our angles right and get all our sound like dialed in super good. And then we can explore those things later. But as for this campaign, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Next campaign, we might be in Maybe a position where we can make that happen. True. Um, so, so next question is: Does, it, does anybody have any any pregame rituals like rolling dice to get them warmed up for the game? Oh, I just yeah. say right before we start that I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, that's every time. time. I was talking yeah. to every Ryan. Cast also, yeah. he was he was getting everything ready, and I was just like existential dread, maybe. Yeah, uh, that's but no, not really. Yeah. I used to get super nervous before our regular unfilmed games, but when the camera and the mics are on, I'm like, cool, yeah. I'm it's fine. fine yeah. I don't get it. Um, mm. I mean, I do roll dice. I was thinking maybe like putting all the dice. Uh, in front of my tray and then putting them all on like the oh, yeah. uh, highest specific way every time <laughs> put them all on like the highest number like so when i oh, grab yeah. it it's on a crit or when i grab the d6 it's on a six yeah. but i don't know if that's like a ritual or anything yeah like that. And it's just something i think everyone ready. does i was i've done it five yeah. times yeah, I see. Yeah, I see it up there. <laughs> and when there's click clacks around you want to touch them and roll it's them true. Indeed. what about you josh not really i mean by the time I get here, I come, you know, go home from work real quick and just head on over here to, to crank it out. I don't have much time to do anything else, really, and just sit down at the table, get my stuff out. And we're, you guys are usually here before and I we're am. We're just cracking just yeah. ready to go. So. I set up the lights and mics and stuff, so like yeah. that's that's what I do before the game, and then I get all my shit out. Um, that's pretty much it, just dialing in. You know, We've got like recording yeah. stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I used to really do anything except for like make sure I had a drink. Yeah. with me yeah. and like right. stuff like that like that's kind of ritualistic or like now I have my sweet what the grump schmug yeah. mm-hmm. 
right here. We keep all our pens in it. Uh, you can get that on our Patreon. It's uh, a lot of Patreon talk I today. think for, for me, as I'm driving over here, you know, it's about a 15-minute drive. It's not mm. that far at all. It's like I try to replay all the stuff that we just went through the last session. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to the refresh. The and I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, what, what what just happened? Trying to get the headspace of the character. Try to really think what the, the Sebastian would do next or where his mindset would be. So Ooh, I do almost always practice my, my voice on the way from work to mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. to make sure it's warm. I'm my vo- I'll either like sing a little bit or get my vocal warm and talk. And I'll, I'll probably look like crazy per- person to pass by. You know? Just arguing. What the? I've actually seen somebody like I'll practice like yelling or whatever, and I'll see somebody staring at me. I'm like, I'm not yelling at anybody. <laughs> I swear. Um, but yeah. Um, what about you, Will? I definitely. Well, I say I'm not ready because I never am. But also, I, I usually spend night, my time reading through this book, my yeah. notes, everything I wrote, which we filled this up. This is now Ooh. full. Oh, is the it? first half of the campaign Volume is in this one, book, baby. I got to buy another one of these. Right on. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, so we kind of covered this a little bit. Um, the last question, besides hashtag justice for Black, which apparently there was justice for Black. He's fine. Yeah. Well, maybe not justice, but yeah. recovery. Indeed. For, he needs now to the learn. justice is that he needs to actually die. He needs to learn. <laughs> We're going back. We're going back, and I'm gonna kill him again, guys. <laughs> Let's make sure he stays dead. So Kem asks, "How did it all begin? Did you guys know you're at some point uh, going to play an extended live play?" Uh, that sort of thing. Kinda we kind of covered, covered that, that already. Yeah. Or did we'll just show up one day and say I have a campaign? It's both. All that. All that. We kind of covered that. Yeah. So uh, thanks, legendary listener Chemical, for your questions. Hey. Um, let's do one from Thantos, which is going to kind of break down some of the very early game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, maybe I missed it, but how were the adventurers so easily able to adapt to something so foreign to them as far as space travel? Mm-hmm. Uh, if one had access to um, someone from medieval times, sorry, kind of kind of messy. Um, and, and sent them to like the moon, how would they react? Their head might explode, consider it um, devilry or just gods or just being out of time and uneducated. Um, he can't imagine how someone from today might respond to technology from even 500 years from now. Uh, so Whoa. that one, I feel For like... For me, I'm just like, you guys come from a world of magical bullshit. Like, <laughs> but also, it's fine. it wasn't easy. No, and also, yeah, no, there no. was struggle and there was like a whole lot of adaptation, but... I almost feel like a D&D character would be way more ready to, like, mm. deal with the change than, like, a real-life person. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had Carter re- – Carter went through bullshit already that was beyond his understanding. Yeah. So, like, this is no big deal. He just was like, it's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> and know? also, yeah, you guys were freaking out for, like, six episodes. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the first, yeah. the first like, what's episode. That? What's going on? Like, yeah. What is that witchcraft? Exactly. Yeah. What is and this hologram? Right. On the episode <laughs> where you guys finally stopped freaking out, there was literally a two-month time jump. I'm like, okay, yeah. guys, everyone needs to stop freaking out now and <laughs> yeah. tell me. Yeah. What, you now are where okay they are now. Yeah. You guys have been studying on stuff, yeah, learning robotics, exactly. wherever the case may be. Yeah. Go watch the Meridar 3 episode. I think this guy is just like tripping balls that he yeah. can't wild And this guy's like, like, my oh, God, he's yes. dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all that episode is. Yeah. <laughs> what is <laughs> going on? Yeah. Carter's a psychopath. He doesn't apply. that. Those rules yeah. don't really apply to him. No, so, um, also, how did they communicate? Middle English isn't very popular among spacefarers. They you missed tran- the babblefish. Yeah, they get the translators in episode two. And I think... I explained the way the translators um, work via, like, intent. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in, like, episode 23 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you recap that a little bit? Because I think we need mm-hmm. to retcon something. But I'll bring that up after you kind okay. of... Okay. So they're, um, they are Magitech, and they're essentially designed to uh, whoever they're attached to. Magitech is magical, magically infused technology. Yes, exactly. Um, whoever, like, it, let's say I was wearing a translator, theoretically... 
Um, it would take whatever I'm saying and decipher the intent from my brainwaves and then transmit it to all translators within whatever the radius you set it to is. And then those translators would take the intent of the communication, translate it into something that the listener in their earpiece can understand. understand. And so that everyone kind of hears things in their own like native tongue. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So with that being said, um, a lots of things are happening during our game. Mm-hmm. We've got lights on cameras on we're under some pressure to get it done right in one shot you know we don't want to make too many cuts and make things hard in post mm-hmm. we got mics on us we got a lot of things to think about and we're 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 playing at a very fast pace mm-hmm. um so to remember things as we're going is sometimes not always possible for us mm-hmm. uh, we did have a scene with echo and the communicator that upon reflection doesn't quite add up to me mm-hmm. um persephone talking to the Singers. singers. Mm-hmm. So they I was. They didn't have communicators. They don't have communicators, but Persephone did. Yes. So sh- could she not understand? Nope. The dr- why was There's that? There's no intent to being transmitted to her translator because they don't have a transmitter on. Is it like a two way communication? There, yeah. Oh, so they. Yeah. So there needs to be both. Yes. People need to have one. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So does Echo have one then? Yes, I would, I would figure he did. Everyone but... generally would have one. Okay. So they don't. They're slaves. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So that that totally that totally makes it clean. I was like, wait, shouldn't. They have been – you have been able to understand them. Yeah. Okay, good. And and then I was like, wait, if that's true, then Percy should know that Echo lied. But if, Percy, but if Echo was no. doing a lie and knew that she was going to know, he wouldn't have done that. So I thought we were going to have to retcon something, but I'm really glad we yeah, don't. Yeah, we so, do not. It's great. good. That's great. Um, cool, so, yeah, cool, we have cool. – if you've seen uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or have read the books, <laughs> the Babblefish is essentially what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, more or less. Yeah, um, pretty much. It was like they in that show, they pop a little fish in the ear that mm-hmm. just starts making language work. So it makes everything real smooth and we don't have these barriers. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that one. It's because of magic. Mm-hmm. magic um, so thanks, Santos. Appreciate that. Those are good recap stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. so this one's from Zachary H. Beach. Did Brian know from the beginning what was going to happen with Carter, which we've kind of addressed a little bit? And was mm-hmm. it always planned for things to go the way they did with Carter? If not, when did that take when did it take that turn? Um but we kind of plotted all this from the beginning. I don't know if we planned the betrayal from the beginning, but we had well, everything else. We had the idea. Yeah. Like we I built this character eventual. under the premise that yeah. it was not going to end well in some right. fashion. Yeah. It can't. Right. With the, the way the character's designed. Right. He is evil. Yeah. <laughs> from I, the beginning. I wasn't like, I don't remember if we had a plan for a mid campaign betrayal or more of like a in the end game betrayal. Or yeah. Not, we, were, we were wrestling with it and we would talk, me and Will would talk about it like, is now the time? When should it be? Do you think right. here? And then it ch- it got moved up. It changed. Mm-hmm. And it, I think, I think it was, it felt right. It yeah, felt, it felt like, like the, the right moment. Um, but yeah. I did not think I was going to live through the fight. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And it was because of me. <laughs> I, I, we, we did a couple, we had some messy stuff with like the way the spells work. Like Carter might've had to take an extra 20 damage from the firewall, but I want to address that he had the armor of Agathis on and lots of HP left. And he still had some stuff up his sleeve to mitigate 80 points of damage if he needed to. Right. Um, with the tomb of Lovestus. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that would have had to happen. There was also like. Was I supposed to go prone again with a with the ice sphere? We're not yeah. positive right now. We're gonna hash the that stuff out. The main reason that he lived was I think Sebastian was rolling really badly. Was that it? Like I, yeah, well, I surrounded lot. him with yeah. dudes. Yeah, and then at the end, um, he had to make a choice: either go after Carter or try to yeah. save Prim. And his priority is you know protect Prim. So of course, yeah. of course, that kicked in. Like I'll have to try to get Carter yeah, some other time. Yeah, next Let's time, go yeah. save Prim. So I think mm-hmm. that's what happened with that. And just kind of a side note too. Um, 
everything with Sebastian and Carter. I want to let everybody know that was like organic. That, that oh yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. It's like I had yeah. no idea. I mean, I I knew Carter was messed up in the head. Yeah, know? everybody. But knew I Carter had no was idea what the, was going to yeah. happen. So yeah. it all came up organically <laughs> as we role played. And right. Brian had some cool ideas. He's like, okay. Things are going to happen. Just just act normal how Sebastian <laughs> would do. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's go with it. And so I, I think that may have sped up, you know, the bit betrayal of Carter because the way that Sebastian was reacting to certain things. Yeah, um, we started we started leaving more breadcrumbs. Yeah, to kind of hint like, well, I'm doing these intros and to show try to show that Carter's clearly like yeah. fucked up. Right, and that needs to start kind of leaking out as he's spending more time and like being cooped up in this place and in, in space and can't leave. And he's just like in his bunk and he get he gets kind of stir crazy. Like doesn't know what's going to happen. You know, he's paranoid. He's just like running yeah. protocols on the ship. Like need to scan, need to scan. Can't be caught by bounty hunters. Can't be caught by anybody <laughs> constantly 24 hours a day. You know, what does that do to your mind when you're this way constantly paranoid and constantly mm. trapped yeah. by your paranoia? And that's that's just like all mechanics kind of bleed into it. So I was really thankful that you guys react the way you did to Carter stuff. Mm. You know, Percy's kind of naive, easy to manipulate a little bit by Carter. He played it low key and close <laughs> to the chest. <laughs> but with Sebastian, Dossie. I like that he starts to like kind of put it together towards the end. Right. Yeah. It was really good and it was organic. I mean, I would I would I knew that these I was gonna try to do these things during the session. Let's see how they go. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so let's move on to uh, Mariko Fujimoto, legendary listener. Um, I'm almost certain these relate to the characters and not us because she's asked us specifically these questions. Mm-hmm. Although maybe mm-hmm. not Jake and Freeland. I'm not sure. Maybe but not. what? Mm-hmm. The legendary question. The breakfast burrito and oh. or sandwich. She literally wrote just the breakfast burrito and or sandwich question because she knows I'm going to fucking know what she's talking <laughs> about. So what's your guys' character's favorite breakfast oh, burrito characters. and or breakfast sandwich? Ooh. I think for Sebastian, man, it'd be a burrito just filled with all different types of meat and cheeses. You know, just like that's it. Just meat, 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 meat and cheese. All the pork. All the pork. (laughs) Ten layer breakfast. Sausages, ham, bacon. Does Persephone eat meat? Whatever. She does. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I don't like, yeah, I don't see her as like a vegetarian or anything like that. I feel like. like out in nature, you do what you got to do to survive, yeah. kind of yeah, view. Yeah. So she'll eat whatever. So I think it'll probably be that, or probably be like a like a supreme pizza of a <laughs> of a burrito, like okay. a bunch of veggies in it, but there also a bunch of meat in it. Yeah. Also, yeah. nice. Um, so both yeah. burrito boys, yes, a burrito girl, yes. Um, let's see. Carter would probably eat a croissant sandwich. Oh, Some ham right cheese, jalapenos. Yeah. making me hungry. That's one of, yeah. that's one of Brian's <laughs> favorites too. Um, I mean, there are things that Brian and Carter share mm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, His evilness. But yeah, uh, Echo, I think, would go for like a a lighter a lighter option, but mm. stay burrito. He's going to want the hash browns. He's going to want the cheese. He's going to mm-hmm. want probably just eggs, man. And maybe like a one or two strips of well-done bacon. There you go. Get that crunch I in like there. It. I like it. Not too gre- as long as it's not too greasy. Echoes doesn't want to feel heavy all day. Mm. <laughs> so, um, what about uh, how about for you, Will? What about your NPCs? What, what um, do you, kind of burrito do you think uh, Victoria would <laughs> Victoria eat? Or or Victoria is yeah. definitely going to order her moons over my hammy. Nice, <laughs> that's a good sandwich. Yeah, Hit up that Danny's boy. Yeah, so that's yeah. Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, Prim probably. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Like, she doesn't know what a breakfast burrito is. <laughs> We gotta, no, we gotta, we gotta, her. Her. We gotta <laughs> save her from space hell yeah. and then take her to breakfast. Right. <laughs> Go to space Denny's. Go to space Denny's. 
Uh, go to karaoke song for each of the characters. Oh, shit. Don't do this These to are me. great questions. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, well, Carter's going to sing. Um, oh, my gosh. What's that fucking song that we were doing during the Blood Gala? Oh, Thunderstruck. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Yeah, cool. Carter's is Thunderstruck. I'm going to think about Echoes while you guys go. <laughs> yeah. Shit, this is hard. Sebastian, I think, would be uh, Tequila. <laughs> just stand there awkwardly for like a whole minute until yeah, it's, it's time to say tequila yeah, I can see that actually yeah. <laughs> I have to think but I don't know offhand that's a tough question yeah uh, hmm. what's is it best friend by Queen you're my best friend mm-hmm. I can see her you're my yeah, best friend yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, like that, that um, nice I was gonna something naturey, but I don't know what Nature Boy by Nat King Cole. <laughs> just fucking uh, a track of birds <laughs> tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just do know. bird calls into the mic. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get, know. This is I nature number five. Nature number. It's five. like Mambo number five, but just but birds. More nature, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Sebastian would definitely have to do some hard rock or something. I can see yeah. him doing like oh some screamo stuff. So even like Bulls on Parade by Rage or something nice. along those yeah, lines. Cool, you know, cool. I can see something like that. I could so. definitely see that. Yeah. yeah, just fucking orc screams. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of like pig squealing. <laughs> Sweet. I can definitely. Vicky or oh Prim? God, you guys are killing me. Um, I feel like Victoria listens to a lot of gorillas or space gorillas. Ooh, in space gorillas. Space gorillas. <laughs> we gotta start. We gotta start coming up with real. Uh, and Echo's gonna lead the charge on it. But we're gonna start coming up with real names for space stuff. All right, sure. And, I've taken. I've become Echo as a person who actually. I'm not. Echo is not a time traveler. Just no, so he's everybody not. Knows. He's not a time traveler. He's not yeah. a time traveler. He is a resident of, of the world galaxy. that exists. Yes, and therefore he will. No Pers- things. Personify. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually do some world building okay, on my cool. own. So Sounds like good. that's just gonna be it. That's too funny. So um, you guys will know the we're names. Gonna, of we're places. gonna continue calling Jet Space Playlist. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Um, so uh, go ahead with your karaoke stuff, dude. I, I said it. Victoria listens to gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but what about Watt and Prim? Um, Prim just listens like to EDM or some like, shit. Yeah. Like, like lo-fi stuff. Yeah, I feel like Watt definitely listens to like math rock. Okay, dope. That's really cool. And Prim, I could see her really liking, um, I don't know, piano instrumentals. Ooh, I could see that. <laughs> She's more of a sit down and, and listen to people karaoke type. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, She's like, I'm so. not going to participate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a rapid fire, chunky or smooth. Um, I think Will <laughs> okay, should be more sure. familiar than anybody with this. Uh, but, yeah, um, you would think so. Which kind of salsa do the characters prefer? Smooth or chunky? Freeland, go. Uh, smooth. Chunky. Like it is in the world. Carter Chunky. <laughs> Carter Chunky. Echo Smith. Um, Victoria Chunky. Watt Chunky. Prim. Either or. She doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. um, let's do another one. Peanut butter. Freeland, go. Uh, either or. Doesn't matter. As long as it's peanut butter. Good. I, I feel chunky. Uh, Carter Carter Smooth. Echo Smooth. <laughs> um, Victoria doesn't like peanut butter. Watt likes it chunky. And Prim likes it smooth. Okay. Hey. Um, ice cream. Freeland, go. Oh my gosh! Uh, salted caramel. That's smooth or chunky? Smooth or chunky? What? Well, does your ice cream have stuff in it or not? Oh, oh I thought you like just a straight cream up creamy flavor. flavor, or are there chunks of stuff uh, in it like Ben chunky. and Jerry's? Yeah. Chunky, chunky. Maybe a mint chocolate chip. Chunky. Yeah, I guess that's chunky. Yeah. Yeah. Chunky enough. Um, Carter's Carter smooth echo chunky. Okay. Did you have flavors? Uh, was that what the question was? Carter was would like just... butterscotch, mm. like the candies. He mm. would try to find that flavor, mm-hmm. or he's like obsessed with that shit. So, uh, Echo, 
he's probably going for the Ben and Jerry stuff, like the like the cookie dough or the brownie stuff, like mixed mm-hmm. in. You know, mm-hmm. Cold Stone it up. Even though I kind of don't like Cold Stone anymore. Oh no. And yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Your your three. Victoria likes pecan praline. Chunky. Uh, Watt likes pistachio. Chunky. And Prim's working on it. Ice cream really is not. Yeah, been yeah she's got some bad experiences. <laughs> but if it were chunky or smooth, what do you think it'll land on? Chunky or smooth? Probably smooth. She's trying to start simple. All right, so we have some more from. Magnus Rock. We're going to get to the last bit of his questions, and then we'll kind of do a little... We'll figure out what we're going to do for the end, because we don't really know. Um, So, to the cast, if you could make a modern, in-that-future timeline character, what kind of character would you make? This goes for Will as well, as he uses Prim. So, uh, I feel like Prim is a future character already. She was made in this timeline. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. And uh, I've already done it. I am now yeah, you are, Echo. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. And, um, code name Echo. Uh, we'll talk about more about Echo mm. later. This is not Echo time. So, Freeland? <laughs> um, I kind of with a connection with Iron Legion and stuff. I just kind of feel like a Dragonborn fighter would be kind of cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Tank it, tank it hard. Yep. Uh, I was thinking of backup characters when... We thought we we're all gonna die in the Carter uh, in the Carter episode. So, so maybe it, I'll save one. It was me and Will like Carter's gonna die, and it was yeah. Jake and Freeland like we're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So strange. it was funny. It could have gone way different, but uh, I like the way it played yeah. out. So well, because because for... Brian also like told me that day, <laughs> like he was like, "Hey man, heads up." I'm going to try to kill you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. And that, so the whole cr- fight, I was expecting you to target me, and you didn't target me once. Didn't work like, out. All right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was my thing. I was like, if I can get Percy off the board really quickly before she wild shapes, yeah. I can I can have a good old time with everybody else. But, but then I nat 20 on my initiative. Yeah, that, that kind of changed <laughs> everything. Hard nat 1. Yeah. Um, huge. yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so... I had one, a character concept. I don't know exactly race, but I wanted to do a ranger, a hunter ranger, and then make him like a bounty hunter so I could have like a uh, like a plasma rifle instead of a longbow. Uh, I thought that that would be extra dope in this timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that would probably be mine. Okay. Yeah, and I did Echo. Um, I thought it was really cool to do an, an, an elf <clears throat> kind of the way it ended up going even though i've like traditionally on all of our shows detested elves i thought it'd be cool to kind of make one i really liked sure mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I did i did i did some things here and there and you guys will learn more about echo later i think it was gonna be a gnome or a halfling because we wanted to do the. oh yeah yeah me and brian were talking about like the lucky trait thing that mm-hmm. halflings have so it was gonna be a halfling ranger like hunter yeah That's halfling was on my on my thing too I, I thought about rogue and i ended up doing a little bit of rogue and i thought about um I didn't really think about much else. I wanted. I want to be a wizard. I want to be a full caster to see what that's like. It's my first wizard. It's my first rogue, and not my first fighter. Right. But, yeah. Um, well, if you had to make a character in a my character own world? in your own world, um, even though you have to do it all the damn time, right? <laughs> I think I'd probably explore more of the nine divine precepts. So I'd probably build like a paladin of honor mm-hmm. and go the the lawful good route. Right. Oh, let, let's yeah. touch on the, the Aeneanisms a little bit because mm-hmm. they are replacing the function of gods in this world. Yes, to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, so there's nine of them. Mm-hmm. They all kind of – I think you, we actually posted that mm-hmm. up in the Discord. Did. So right. if you guys want like uh, little like bullet points on what those cover, mm-hmm. um, they basically cover like ideals. Yeah, you know? um, exactly. They're all attached to, to something and there's some – yin and yang going on with the positivity and the negativity and, the, mm-hmm. and life and death and power and weakness and stuff like that. Yeah. Knowledge. Law they, and or, order. Motion yeah. And 
whatever you know like <laughs> and, logic and no emotion yeah <laughs> like greek gods cover this blanket of like sometimes weird little tidbits here and there things mm-hmm. that they probably just like snatched up that were available i don't know it seems like gods and D do that as well they kind of grab what's available because that's what they is available so um these kind of function like that um but yeah, if you're going to become like a cleric or anything, you got to pick one of these. So that's right. Victoria and Sebastian. They're mm-hmm. both uh, kind of powered by this stuff. Um, do you want to elaborate on that at all, or, or will it kind of play out later where we'll find more about more um, out about it? I don't know if you find out more about it unless you go looking. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it comes. Really, that's more on Sebastian than anything. Yeah, totally. Um, He's got his hands full right yeah, now. Yeah, he chose <laughs> Dominion as his yeah. ideal. So. Right. Um, but yeah, there's there's just nine of them, and they kind of they kind of loosely all fit within like the the nine alignments of classic D and D. Magic is more like a blanket thing. Yeah, for me, magic just permeates the universe. It's not something the gods created. It's like it gravity. Was, it was and always is. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's and cool. then same with the like with the absence of the gods. Like basically, like all that divine. Well, okay, spoilers. Like there's a lot I can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we will have another super talk saga at the end of the campaign mm-hmm. or close to it where we will get into the nitty gritty of the spoilerific things that are going to go on. Mm-hmm. None of us really know about. Um, there, there aren't a lot of secrets between us as a team anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Will kept a lot of secrets from Jake and Freeland so mm-hmm. that Carter could do his thing mm-hmm. accurately. Mm-hmm. And I had like obviously a, a, a meta thing going on with the breaking the fourth wall and all that. Something I've always <laughs> wanted to do mm-hmm. on a show mm-hmm. like this. So it was fun to do that <laughs> and like write something that felt cohesive for Carter. Um, let's move on to another question. For Sebastian, this is another, we, all the rest of them from Magnus. So uh, for Sebastian and Persephone, what would you be doing if you weren't on your current path? Uh, would you be trying to get back mm. to your timeline or be bettering the future one? Basically, if Will didn't throw all this crazy bullshit in front of us, what would you guys be trying to do? Right. What if we never that's had a good a, question? What if we never yeah, had a Primina right. and what right. if we never what ran into space elves? MacGuffin, yeah. Yeah. Were we still blasted into space? Yeah. Totally. Okay, 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 okay. And that, there, oh, sorry, but that could have been it exactly. I could have just blasted you into space and, and like let you guys figure it out from there. What to do? But, yeah. um,. Yeah. Yeah. With Sebastian, he he. I mean, he wants to go back. I mean, that's his mindset now. Even too, of course, he wants to take care of handle business now. But um, he would want, especially with the information he's learned recently too. He kind of feels like he needs to go back and save the orc race. Really, you know, it's like mm-hmm. someone needs to give them, put them in the right direction. Or if not, you know, you, you know, a thousand years later or whatever, you know, they're going to all disappear. So he needs. To, he feels like it's his duty. To try to save the orc race, and that's what he feels like the best way to do it. That's cool. Learn what you can, go back in time, and make the changes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I think Percy would have uh, just gotten her like my base. My base concept for her is like Captain Planet slash Doctor Who. So I think she would <laughs> she would be doing that regardless. So I think she would still be trying to help people on planets. Uh, whether successfully or not, I don't know. Maybe she would have just gotten captured by the elves and thrown into a choir. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But I feel like she would still be trying to help people. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Carter doesn't operate under these circumstances. So I think they knew that because they directed this at you too. So um, what were your character's goals back in Old World? Well, Sebastian, he was just trying to find his way. I mean, he was learning underneath his father, his, uh, the ways of you know his father. He, his father was a paladin, also, mm. so he was under training with him. Uh, Sebastian's still kind of on the younger side in his early twenties, you know. So he still he was learning and went on journeys with his father. Never knew exactly what his father's end goal was. He just knew that he had some big picture that he was going after. So 
when his father disappeared and didn't come back, he kind of felt like he needs to try to figure things out on his own. So he was just adventuring, trying to find his way, really, um, see what what maybe if he could figure out what's what's going on, what his dad was working towards. Mm. So. Uh, I think she would have just been trying to survive. <laughs> she was out in the woods, uh, and I, she probably would have just kept on being in the woods. Yeah. Uh, maybe just moved to different different towns. Maybe like she kept on trying to go into town and find people. So right, um, she probably would have just kept on doing that and kept on doing the doing the crazy person in the woods vibe. Believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, Echo's not from Old World, as we've kind of capped on mm-hmm. uh carter's goal after the um after the intro timeline was is and always will continue to be seizure of power for himself and for personal gain um that he's just playing the game under the warlock to as a warlock to gain power this is the best fastest way to do it um and he's i feel like he's pretty powerful in combat but Warlock is a little lacking in combat because of the limited spell slots. Mm. Um, Eldritch Blast is cool, but essentially you're just a ranged fighter at that point to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it beca- it becomes more like like I can't really talk about it because I want to do that cool arc at the end. So we that will kind of reveal <laughs> what Carter was uh, up to to make those sorts of things right. happen until mm-hmm. he ended up where we picked up with him which was like getting a summons from the king to go check something out and his patron kind of like bumping him along this path to go do this thing. Um, so let's get to the next one. What alternate class can you see your characters filling? <laughs> what if, if, if you could class change Sebastian, what would you pick? I think just if he was just to straight up change the class completely, I could see him with his rage going some sort of barbarian or something like that. Yep. It's cool. I think that tracks, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think Percy would be either, uh, she'd probably be a cleric maybe, like a nature cleric or mm. a death cleric, I think, mm. would fit her very well. Mm. I was contemplating multi-classing her like that, but I think I'm just going to do <clears throat> straight druid. But if it's a total class change, then yeah, probably cleric. Mm. I can see Carter as a um, as a necromancer. Oh yeah, Ooh. definitely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind dumb, of an yeah. easy one. Um, or de- death cleric would would have been cool. Um, you know, like grave domain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, I don't know, man. Other otherwise, like he's a caster. He's built like a caster, so it's kind of hard to see him as not doing magic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's you know high intelligence character, so that kind of just leans in. Um, and for Echo. I mean, I picked fucking three of them. So uh, yeah, I, I like the way this multi-class is kind of playing out. It's going to mm-hmm. be really cool uh, combat-wise especially. And then he's got all kinds of cool – he's got just as much much stuff as Carter did uh, as skills-wise. And he's got even more utility magic-wise now. Nice I don't have to worry so much about like, damn, I really got to save this pop-off to be fucking cool. Um, but yeah, that, 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 it's hard. I haven't played a lot with Echo, so I don't know – enough about him yet i know a lot of things but i don't know everything about echo i like to leave that space for my character to grow um so the last question and then we can talk about whatever we want for a little bit uh if brian jake or josh was given the chance to dm a campaign what kind of environment slash theme would each of you want to run ideally like sqs is a space opera sci-fi this is uh directed to each person so freeland if you were to be in charge of the dming for this operation what would you choose to do oh my gosh um 
I don't have much experience as a DM, so I'd probably do more something more traditional. I, I do DM a game off to the side with like my nephew Anthony and my brother-in-law Ryan and my friend Mikey, and just very loose game, kind of make up things as I go, but it's based off traditional world. D and D vanilla, pretty much. It. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of homebrew and reskin a few things here and there, just kind of make up things as I go. Totally. Um, so with, without my you know extensive knowledge of DMing. That probably how I'd have to do until I get my feet wet enough to, to try to do my own thing. Okay. Um, what what would, if when once your feet were wet, what would you try to? What's your like, you know, your where's you going to set your bar when the time comes to try and try and leap to? Yeah. Um. I mean, I always love space, but we're doing a space thing now, mm-hmm. so I'd want to try to do something different. Um. Yeah. I mean, kind of like my the way what I'm doing right now. It's. It's kind of base vanilla D and D, but I kind of did my own spin on it. It's kind of like a, a quantum leap thing where they keep mm. being displaced. They have to try oh, to find their fun. way home. So that's yeah. kind of what we're doing now. Mm. Nice. So I, I think maybe as I flush out the the game that I'm doing now and kind of get a feel for it, I can really see myself getting into that and doing like a, a quantum leap thing where they're jumping from world to world. It's pretty cool. Trying to find their That'd way home. Playing jumping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Okay. What about you, Jacob? Um, I mean, I have the one. Uh, yeah, I, I played in a game at Jake Ram. My little, bit. yeah, my my little stint with DMing, and it was a little Dino World. I basically reskinned Dragonborns to be like descended from different dinosaurs, and you could kind of pick that. And instead of having breath weapons, it would be like a tail attack, or you could fly or bite attack, something like that. Um, so maybe I'd do that and just flesh it out a little bit better and. Uh, cut myself more slack <laughs> with, me, with being a first-time DM. Danny's hard. Um, yeah, I'd probably go do that, and with as much knowledge as I have now, like probably make that a better game uh, to be in, I think. Nice. Cool. Okay, so for me, um, I already talked about it. We did Super Quest Ultra 5, the ultimate mm. adventuring experience. It's a mouthful on purpose because <laughs> I love it. Me and Will were uh, workshopping that name for a long time, we and were. I still love it. Yeah. But uh, that was more... Mm, it, it's kind of set and traditional, mm. but it had a lot of um, elements of, you know, inspiration for me. Like Dark Tower was huge and Terminator mm. and like zombie movies. And I basically just packed those three things into a and d campaign. We're going to mm. use a lot of undead. We're going to use like old, decrepit, post-apocalyptic technology. Like this mm. world was clearly was built cool. on the bones of another mm. and um, is, you know, all magicked out and D&D'd out. And like old technology might still work and it might not. But you find like lights and wires and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then undead. And there was, you know, tie-ins with planar stuff and like corruption in the the flow of the world and that sort of thing. I kind of liked what I had going. I think I just need to kind of mold it a little crisper and give it a little more direction and make it a little more succinct. And I think it would work really well for what we're going to do in the future. Um, But we'll see. I like classic. I think if I had to pick um, something else though, like something totally unique, I would want to go with like a Terminator style campaign, like Skynet. Um, oh wow! Like That'd be like, interesting. like a really uh, survival based game. I think mm-hmm. that would be a lot of fun to play, where there are a lot of like um, hard decisions, hard decision making. I think that's super interesting in a campaign. Like not only moral decisions, but like where to go is hard to decipher, mm-hmm. and and picking somewhere. You know, you only have so much information, and the whole world is a very treacherous place all the time. 
Um, so it's hard to find sanctuary and it's hard, you know, when you find some place to party, it's going to be dope. That's the right. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what about you? Will? I know you've mentioned a couple things to um, us about what I got might be two different campaign ideas that I would want to do after this one. One is like a steampunk esque universe set in like a, I want technology to be at like a level of like 1910. Mm-hmm. Kind of have like yeah. a world war one style, like cool. theme going on, um, in like a world war one era, like Europe. And then that's one. Of course, there'd still be magic and fantasy and all that stuff. And then the other one would be more of like a Trigun-esque, like desert, um, like Planet a desert. Yeah, like a desert cowboy western, Ooh. post-apocalyptic technology. Like So technology that falls anywhere between like western technology of the 1800s all the way up to like almost like Super Quest Saga level. But there's no space travel. Like mm. the world's been ruined at this point. Yeah, and kind of That would be more of like a sandboxy like... Everything takes place in this like region the size of like a county or something mm. like that. Cool. And, uh, cool. Yeah, those are the two ideas I got. Uh, we do have a, we do have a, a superhero game that we run that's kind of oh, like yeah. on the steampunk level that you were talking about technology wise. Where they're in like mm-hmm. a 1920s boom, and right? There's you know skyscrapers are being built, and there's like you know the magical essence of tech. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things are possible with magic like steam tech exactly we yeah. use a lot of steam tech in that show a lot of like arcane energy rocks right <laughs> that right. sort of thing mm-hmm. um and that that's pretty much it we got that's yeah. that's all that we've we've run ranger danger on our patreon which was a game a, a comedy game essentially that i did mm-hmm. i loved all your guys characters very much we are going yes. to do a second ranger danger <laughs> oh, yeah. um, if we need another break from this show that's what we'll do Right. We'll post it to our Patreon. But um, we've also done Vault Raiders, which are a, a series of one shots with a rotating cast of characters. But I always play the same character. Like. And then uh, <laughs> those are great. Um, we also obviously we had Super Quest Ultra 5, um, which we may get back to someday. And then uh, what, what else have we done in the Patreon? I feel like I'm missing Halloween something. special. Halloween, Halloween special. Stuff, yeah. Uh, an evil campaign. I think that would be fun to explore in the future too. Sure. Um, a like a monster, like um, monster, monster stuff. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Um, but yeah, you can check out um, all of us. Uh, me and Will are on social media at the Dungeon Cast. Where this is uh, presented by the Dungeon Cast, pretty much Super Quest Saga. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you want uh, all this exclusive, these exclusive rights, come get on our <laughs> Patreon, and you can you can interact with us a little more on shows like this. We are going to do one more. Maybe even two more Super Talk Sagas, um, either towards the end of this campaign or afterwards. Maybe both. That might be the two spots that we do it. But that's pretty much it for for this. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions that are you know up to this point in the show, feel free to hit us up in Discord. We'll try to answer things that right. may be confusing or smooth things out. But hopefully this episode takes care of it. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to touch on before we call it? No, I don't think so. No, no. Yeah. thank you. For, <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone for for listening, for watching, and for sending in the questions. Yes. So, just one last quick note for me: uh, we are on like a semi hiatus right now as we take a breath at the halfway point to continue onward with the rest of the campaign at full steam. The next episode will be out like this one's supposed to drop um, next Tuesday. Next March Tuesday, which is a, a week 9th? from March second, whatever that so is. March ninth. March ninth. Something like that. Um, the following episode is going to come out on like April third or something like that. It's like another few weeks away. Um, we're going to keep recording and get ahead of ourselves a little bit, so we have a little buffer room in case we run into a scheduling hiccup. So thanks, guys, for being patient with us yes. and for sticking around and for watching Super Quest Saga. If you like the show, please like, subscribe comment hit the little bell leave us an itunes review <laughs> as we are a podcast and a youtube channel mm-hmm. let that ad play baby come to our patreon <laughs> if it feels like it does. but the best thing that you can do for us if you want to support this show 
Tell somebody about it. Tell some friends. Tell lots of people about it. <laughs> tell your mom about it. Have your mom tell her friends at work about it or whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. We're totally about that. Um, shout us out on social media, the Dungeon Casters contest and stuff. We don't like to do ads and stuff on this show. We're probably going to keep it that way if we can. And, yeah, um, hit us up, thedungeoncast at gmail.com, the Dungeon Cast on Instagram, the Dungeon Cast on Twitter. And we're going to call it a game. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.